Are you fed up with the gay dating scene? And are you exhausted trying to find a decent man through bars, clubs, and dating apps? Listen, I hear you. Dating in this day and age can be exhausting. But the truth is, your dream man is out there and he is waiting for you. My name is Frank Macri and I've mentored thousands of single gay men from around the world. So how do you attract lasting love no matter your age or appearance? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Gay Dating Secrets. Let's get started. Hey everybody, in this episode, we've got to talk. We need to talk about the way that you talk about your ex. So if your friends were to ask you about your ex or your exes, what would you say? What are your thoughts about your ex? Would you have positive things to say? Would you have negative things to say? Be honest with yourself here. Now, listen, it is unnecessary for you to talk shit about your ex. And it's also unattractive. And what I want to present to you in this episode is how you can shift the way you talk about your ex because if you are talking negatively about your exes, no matter what they did, no matter how toxic they were, you are preventing yourself from attracting higher quality relationships. If you are talking negatively about your ex, it is time to stop that behavior. I'm real fired up about this one. Now, I want to be clear, this is not to discredit the ways in which your ex treated you or the things that they did that bothered you, the ways that they hurt you. I am not minimizing any of that, and I'm certainly not justifying any abusive behavior that you may have experienced. In fact, if you did experience any abusive behavior, I am sorry, and no one deserves that. This episode is about you taking accountability for your part in the relationship, taking away the lessons you learned from the relationship, and not carrying judgment towards your past partners. Now, the more someone blames an ex for why a relationship failed or why they're feeling a certain way, the less responsible that person is for the role that they played in the relationship, the, le- the less responsibility that you show you'd be willing to take in your next relationship. So here's what I want you to remember. What you say about your ex says nothing about your ex. It says everything about you. Let me say that once again. What you say about your ex says nothing about your ex and everything about you. So if you say that your ex was narcissistic, manipulative, selfish, toxic, and you feel the need to tell people about that, you feel the need to post about it online, it actually doesn't reveal anything about your ex. All it does is it reveals that you are judgmental. So my invitation in this episode for you is to clean up the way that you talk about your ex. And the reason why you want to do this is because if someone blames their ex, it shows that they didn't learn anything from the relationship. Right? It shows that you're not willing to take responsibility in the relationship because you're making the other person seem like they were the problem. My ex was the problem. They deserve all the blame. I was the good one in the relationship. They were the ones that caused all the problems. 
Now think about the way that you might come across when you present yourself that way, when you talk about your ex that way. It makes you less desirable because when other men are meeting you and dating you, they are thinking, well, I don't want to be the next man that he ends up blaming for everything. I don't want to be the next one to be labeled as toxic, as manipulative, as selfish, as all those other labels. So when someone comes to me and says, well, I just dated a narcissist. He was very narcissistic. He was very toxic, right? I like to present the question, well, what does it say about you to choose to date someone who's narcissistic, right? Like, why are you dating someone that way? (laughs) And I know some guys might say, well, I didn't know that he was narcissistic until later on. And then I would still pose the same question. I'd say, well, what does it say about you to find out you have a narcissistic partner and then continue to date them, right? So someone might say, yeah, my last relationship was 10 years and like the guy that I was with, he was just very controlling and he was very manipulative and it makes my head spin. I think why on earth would you stay with someone controlling and manipulative for 10 years, right? Why is it that you think that's what you deserved? So it's important for you to put, hold up a mirror to yourself. If you're judging your ex, it's not necessary. It's not a requirement that you carry forth negative feelings about your ex. And I think it's part of the work that gay men need to do to release the resentment and the judgment they have towards their exes so they can open themselves up emotionally to a healthy relationship. So if you're carrying resentment or pain from your ex's behavior, you need to work through your your resentment and pain. That is the work that you need to do. And this episode is going to hopefully shift you and starting to do some of that work. Again, it's not about minimizing any kind of abusive or unhealthy behavior that your ex may have had, right? So for example, you could say, yeah, my partner, my ex-partner was just such an abusive asshole. Or you could say, my partner had abusive behaviors and that didn't work for me. So I realized that I deserved more and I left the relationship. Do you hear the difference? Do you hear how the latter is, is showing that you learned something? You took responsibility for yourself and you acted in accordance to that. Okay, now it's one thing to say those words and it's another thing to mean it. So you might be listening to this and going, yeah, I get it. Okay, but you don't want to give a sugar-coated answer about your ex if deep down you really believe that they were an evil, toxic, terrible person. You must first reconcile your ex, your ex and your past relationships. Reconciling means releasing all of the judgment that you have towards them. So I'm going to explain more about how do you reconcile a past relationship so you're not carrying forth all of this judgment about your exes and not telling other people about it. Because remember, that only makes you look bad. It makes you look less attractive, right? If you are posting on social media, you know, things about your ex did to you, it only is showing that you haven't moved on and you haven't let go, right? These are not things that are going to make you any more dateable or have a quality man look at what you're saying and what you're sharing and go, oh, well, that, that's a person that seems really wonderful to date, that person that's complaining about their ex, right? I don't know a single person that would say that they find it attractive when other people complain about their exes. It is not 
attractive to do it. And I invite you to stop, stop, stop right away. So how do you reconcile what happened in a past relationship? Okay, because listen, it's not your fault if you've experienced heartbreak and you've experienced pain. And it's not your fault if you have sometimes slipped and blamed your ex and maybe complained about your ex to other people. Maybe even on future dates, you found that the conversation just happened to go down the rabbit hole of you complaining and venting about your ex. It's not your fault if you've done it because you just haven't been given the proper way to reconcile your last relationship. So here's how you can start doing that. The first question to ask yourself is, what did you learn from your previous relationships? What did you learn? Okay. What did you learn? How did you grow from the previous relationship? If you can see all of your previous relationships as growth opportunities, then that already sets you sets you apart from so many other gay men because you're going to see that it was all there to serve you, right? You saw, oh, here's how I grew. Here's what I learned about myself. Here's what I learned about how to navigate through a relationship. These are all the things I learned. The more lessons you can extract on what you learned from the relationships of your past, the more you're going to reveal to others that you date how you're someone that does take lessons from life. You're not someone that just goes through life blaming others when you don't get what you want, but you're someone who's always looking for ways to grow and learn. This is a very attractive quality when you represent yourself as someone who values growth and learning rather than someone who blames, points fingers, and criticizes. Now, the other question you want to ask yourself, this is sometimes the tougher one, is what is it that you can take responsibility for, for the way things ended up with your past relationships? What is it you can take responsibility for? Now, this is not to put all of the blame on you, okay? So I don't want you to think that, oh my gosh, you're the cause of everything, right? It's not putting all the blame on you. What it is doing is allowing you to see what was something you could take responsibility for, for how things ended up in your last relationship, okay? It takes two people to make a relationship. So there can't be just one person who is um, toxic and evil and manipulative and you are just this innocent, precious, golden saint, okay? So for example, if you have this thought, because you might be listening to this and be utterly convinced that your ex was toxic and evil, You might be really wrapped around that thought because you've been focusing on it for so long and it's been the only way that you've seen your last relationship. So if you had an ex that you would say is really toxic and they were so narcissistic, right? I want you to think about this a little bit. And this can be a little humbling to realize, but it could be really eye-opening and helpful for your own growth. In order for a narcissist to function in a relationship dynamic, right? In order for some, it's like, before I explain this, I want to, I want to share this analogy or this um, comparison. In order for good to exist, then there needs to be an idea of bad, right? Like in order for us to understand what good means, there, all, there needs to be like some form of bad in order for us to know what those even mean, right? So, so what I mean by that is if, you're, if there is a, a narcissist or someone who exhibits narcissistic tendencies, right? That person wouldn't be able to represent themselves as a narcissist if they weren't in a relationship with someone who had poor boundaries, someone who had low self-worth, someone who didn't know how to put their foot down and not allow narcissistic behavior, someone who didn't know how to express their needs and their wants, 
Okay, so a narcissist, there's there is a relationship dynamic that is very common where narcissistic people also attract those that are very codependent. Okay, so the narcissist codependent dynamic is very common in a lot of gay relationships. But in order for a narcissist to be a narcissist, they need to attract someone who is who has some codependent tendencies, okay? Now, I'm not saying that this might be the case for you. It's just something to consider. What is it that you can take responsibility for? So if you're like, oh, my, my ex was so narcissistic. He made everything about him. He just, you know, all the time, it was about him, 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 and what he wanted. And it was all just the spotlight was on him, right? What you can take responsibility for? Well, maybe I didn't really allow myself to share my desires, I didn't allow myself to take up space, right? Like if you're someone that's not expressing your desires and your wants, then it's almost like creating a container for a narcissist to emerge, right? So two people come together and both trigger ways to show up to create this dynamic, whether it be healthy or unhealthy, okay? So a narcissist cannot, like another way to think of this is someone cannot exhibit narcissism if they are with a person with strong boundaries, right? Because that person is, if someone has high self-esteem and strong boundaries and they ask for what they want, okay, a narcissist would get repelled right away or the person with good self-esteem would just go and find people that align with them, okay? So the narcissist, there, there wouldn't be a, a space for the narcissist to even function, right? That wouldn't even happen. So, it's kind of like I'm trying to think of um, like an example with biology. For some reason, this is coming to mind, right? It's like if you were to have um, like a part of your house that maybe there's a lot of condensation and, and it gets very damp and there's mildew and mold starts to like formulate and grow, right? The mold wouldn't start to grow and formulate if there wasn't already an atmosphere where it was very like damp air, right? There was a lot of condensation in the air. So that's what I mean when I say like, it's when you can be someone that is highly aware of what you have to offer and you can have strong boundaries and good self-esteem and ask for what you want. That's like removing all of the damp, humid air from the atmosphere. And when you do that, it kills off all of the mold. Like it cannot, the, the molds cannot multiply and grow. All that bacteria will just wither away. It will dissolve, okay? It will clear up. So conceptually, like that's what happens when you can realize your role in a relationship, okay? Both people in the relationship are gonna bring out something in each other, not just based off of who that other person is, but also who you are and the way that you are showing up to the relationship. Following me so far? Okay, so the two questions, again, to reconcile previous relationships where you may have judgment towards your ex. The first question, again, is what did you learn? How did you grow from that relationship? And when I say that, that doesn't mean that you say, oh, I learned that all men are jerks or I learned that, um, you know, guys are assholes, right? This is not what I mean when I say, what did you learn? You want to think of what were the empowering lessons that you learned? Okay, what were the positive lessons you learned about yourself? about your worth, about what is necessary to make a relationship function and function well, okay? What did you learn? And the second question is, what is it that you can take responsibility for in the relationship and how it ended up, okay? These are tough questions, but you want to look at all of your past relationships that ended and ask yourself these questions. It's going to transform the way you start seeing your ex 
because you're going to start to put more responsibility on yourself, take more ownership, take more accountability, and that's going to help you move forward with less blame as you move forward in other relationships, okay? So I want you to imagine that the next date that you're on, or maybe you're already dating someone, and this conversation comes up, okay? Usually it comes up at some point where people where you or the other guy might say, so when was your last relationship? Tell me about that. What was that like? Okay, and, I, and this is a really, I think, uh, insightful moment to understand who that other person is, right? So I want you to imagine the next time someone might ask you this question, how were your last relationships? How did they end up? When was your last relationship? Right, You've probably had a, a certain way that you've been comfortable explaining your past relationships. And I want you to think about how you can change the way you answer that question the next time it's presented to you, okay? So imagine someone asks you, like, what was your last relationship like? How did that go? And you say, well, you know, I dated this man for so many years or so long. Ultimately, it didn't, it didn't work out. But here's how I grew, I grew from that relationship. Here are all the things that I learned. And here are the things that I took responsibility for, for how it ended up. And imagine just leaving it at that. Now, notice how there's no focus on the ex. There's no judgment to him. There's nothing that you have to explain about their tendencies or how you, you thought that they were toxic, abusive, evil, narcissistic, or just mean, Right? There's none of the focus put there. All the focus is on what did you learn? How did you grow? What did you take responsibility for? How did that relationship inform you about what you really wanted most from your, from your love life? Okay. Now think about you presenting yourself that way. Okay. Now think about if you were to present yourself by saying, well, here's how my last relationship went. I was with this guy for 10 years. I loved him so much. And then I found out that he was selfish and narcissistic and um, he made everything about him and he didn't care to know what I wanted and blah, blah, blah. All this, all the blame, all the complaints about the ex. Okay. Now think about those two ways that you can answer the question about your ex. Which version of you would you say is more dateable? right? Which version of you would you say is more attractive, right? The version of you where you're complaining about your ex and saying how all, all your exes were such jerks and such terrible people, or the version of, of you where you're owning all the lessons you've learned, you're taking accountability for your role, and you're putting the focus on who you are and what you want, right? The version of you that is taking responsibility and honoring your growth is exponentially more attractive, okay? This is such a important, important shift for you to make to raise your attractiveness level, okay? So if you are someone who says that all your exes were terrible people, they were terrible men, what that means is that you are someone who chooses to date terrible people. That's a bad look on you and it's gonna diminish your dateability, right? So when I talk about exes and former partners, like I don't badmouth them. There's nothing good from badmouthing exes. In fact, I make a conscious effort. If I'm going to talk about my former partners, I talk very highly of them because I know that I am someone who dates high quality men. So if I talk negatively about my exes, that just reflects on the quality of man that I am willing to allow into my life, Right? So if I talk ill of them, it just reflects poorly on me. 
it makes me look like someone who dates terrible people. And I know I am not someone who dates a low quality man. Like I date wonderful men. And I think all of my former partners are amazing people. Right? I remind myself of that. And, and I truly mean it when I say it. Like there's no benefit of pointing a finger at an ex, making them seem wrong in order to make myself feel better. I, I take ownership of how I played just as much of a role in the relationship as the other person. Sometimes things just don't work out, but I know that every single relationship I go through, there's a lot of lessons that I'm going to learn from it. And also, there's so much responsibility that ultimately I put on myself, right? Like I'm someone that just loves taking full responsibility for my life and the results of my life. I love taking full responsibility of it and just knowing that I create my life so if there's a relationship that I'm not liking, if there's a relationship that's draining to me, it doesn't mean that the person is draining. It means that I am allowing that person to drain me. Okay, If there's someone who is abusive, I don't put the focus on the abusive person. I put the focus on why am I allowing this abuse into my life, right? Why am I choosing to allow this behavior? Why am I choosing to allow this to continue? What can I do to create any change? That is how you start taking responsibility from in your relationships and also for your past relationships, okay? So if you do talk about your past relationships, like I invite you just to consider what if all the men you dated in the past were wonderful because they were exactly who you needed to be with at the time you were with them. Like they were a perfect match for you at the time that you met them. Otherwise you wouldn't have dated them, right? There was a reason you were attracted to them. There was a reason why you decided to be in the relationship with them, right? So you might not think, okay, it might be a little bit of a stretch for you to think that they were wonderful men, but what if you at least try on the idea that there were some wonderful things about them, <laughs> Like maybe you didn't see them as a wonderful man, but at least start your your process of, of growth and healing here by telling yourself, well, what were some of the positive things about that person? Because if there were no positive things, my guess is you wouldn't have chosen to date that person, right? So you want to remind yourself of that, right? They're, they were wonderful in some ways. And also, what is it you can be grateful for about them, right? Like there's there's something very beautiful about two people coming together and forming a relationship, right? And, and relationships bring up a lot in us, okay? They bring up a lot. So what is it you can be grateful for? If it didn't work out, that doesn't mean that you have to go dismissing the whole relationship as a waste of your time and just write off your ex as a bad person, right? There's things that you learn from that relationship. What are you grateful for about that person you were with, Okay. Do not talk bad about your exes because it only makes you look bad. There are so much that you have gotten from your previous relationships if you choose to see it, if you choose to acknowledge it, if you choose to allow yourself to recognize it, okay? And if you didn't feel like you got a lot from your relationships, Right? That's on you. It's not someone else's job to make you feel happy and also resolve your emotions. Right? So if anything, you can at least acknowledge that. Like, oh, one of the lessons I learned from a relationship is that I was letting my emotions be determined by them. And I'm so glad that now I realize I determine my own emotions, that they're not responsible for my feelings. I'm responsible for my feelings. Okay? Now, I want to end by saying that 
as you do the work to reconcile your past relationships and clean up the way you talk about your exes, it's also a great question for you to ask the men that you are dating. Ask them how they feel about their exes. What was their experience in their past relationships? Okay, it is very insightful and it's very revealing when you can understand how someone talks about their exes, right? Because if someone is talking very negatively about their exes and they're putting a lot of blame on their ex's behavior and singling out the ex as the reason the relationship failed, it may just show you a little bit of insight into how that person might show up to a relationship with you and how much responsibility they'd be willing to take and also not willing to take. All right, so consider exploring that question. That's one of the top 10 tough questions that I recommend you ask when you're establishing connection with someone. For more of those questions, I did a podcast episode called The Tough Questions. So you can go check that out for a bunch other of the tough revealing questions that you really wanna make sure you have understanding of when you are dating men. All right, that's what I got on the way you talk about your ex. Stop talking shit about your exes. You are better than that, okay? (laughs) All right, thanks for tuning into this episode. I'll see you in the next one. If you liked this podcast and you wanna take your growth and transformation to the next level, I wanna share with you my brand new podcast called Life Coaching Secrets. It's where you will learn the exact tools I use to become confident, attract quality men, and even create a successful business. Head over to the Life Coaching Secrets podcast to get started. I'll see you there.